Good evening. Hope you're all doing well. Today we're learning Maseches Nadarim Daf Nun Zayin, starting with a new Mishnah. If a person says Konam Peros Ha'elu Alai, making a very specific Konam, saying that certain specific foods or fruits are going to be hectic, or a similar language, Konam Hain Alpi or Konam Hain Lifi, each of these are considered equivalent cases. Then once that's true, that that item, that specific item becomes Usr, then then even if you then are you do a chiluf, you trade, you barter, or if you plant the seeds from that thing and then it grows more things, they're all going to be usr. The konam is very powerful and it's multi-generational as it were, and anything that it will be switched for or that grows from it will be usr just like the primary item. However, if the line that the person says to make a nether on themselves was a little more broad, not specifically food X, but shani ochel v'shani toem, I'm not going to eat those foods. So then that limitation only applies to the initial food, but not to the chilufein v'gidulein, mutter v'chilufein v'gidulein. However, says the Gemara, says the Mishnah, all of this is only true v'davar shezaro kala. This is only for, true for seeds that when they are put into the ground, they end up disintegrating. Uh, now we know that there are seeds that disintegrate in order to grow. People use this as a mashal. You have to break yourself down in order to build yourself up. But there are seeds like that, apple seeds. Many of the seeds that we're familiar with do that. However, says the Gemara, about the davar she'ein zarokala, if we're dealing with seeds, let's say, for example, a bulb of uh, when we were little kids, I think we planted chives in the backyard or something. But I remember seeing bulbs uh, that you could just plant and they don't disintegrate. You, they just grows from the bulb. So that's different. And the Gemara says in those cases, because that it's growing out of the thing that you said was Asr. It's not degrading and becoming a new Chefza. It's the Chefza. You took a bulb, you stuck it in the ground and it's just growing from it. All of that's the same exact thing. They knew a lot about botany. They knew the distinctions and different types of seed structures. And it's amazing. They knew so much information. The Mishnayas were written 2,000 years ago, came out 2,000 years ago. So that's quite a bit of information to, to know about. Uh, what? Mishnayas were written and uh, where they were they were done being put together by 220 when Rabbi died. So let's assume for the 300 years, 400 years before that, going back before what we count, what we call year zero. So it still, they knew. They, they didn't know because they were botanists. They knew because it was halacha. And uh, they got the halacha from Moshe. Moshe Kibel. Next case, five lines down. This is a very long Mishnah. The whole first Amud plus is a, is a Mishnah. If a man says to his wife, I'm not going to benefit from the money that you bring into the house. I don't know why he would say that. Konim hein alpi or konim hein lefi. All of these are equivalent languages. In that case, Wow. Then he's not allowed to benefit from a barter. Let's say she comes home with silver coins and she trades them for copper coins or whatever the case may be. That's not allowed. He can't benefit from that either. And also from Gidulein, if let's say her proceeds were a, a, an apple tree, he's not allowed to benefit from the, the Gidulein, from that which grows from the apple tree. And here too, in case number two in our Mishnah, the Mishnah adds the caveat that this is only true with Dovash Zarokala. This is only true with seeds that actually disintegrate. Aval Dovash Zarokala, same as before, Afilu Gidula Gidula Nasurin. Even multiple generations of growth would still be Asur, because as just like in the first case, when you're dealing with a bulb, when you're dealing with a seed that doesn't disintegrate, you're still dealing with Be'etzem, the same original item that you Asurd. And because the same item that you had originally Asurd is still intact and just producing just producing and producing. So therefore, it would have to be usher no matter what. So the only leniencies that apply in our Mishnah so far 
are in cases where the seed disintegrates. Doctor, you had a question or no? Mm -hmm. You had a question? I was thinking about um, something that was probably wasn't applicable back then. What about um, a watermelon, a seedless watermelon, or seedless grapes? What they would have done with that? Well, in that case, the, the question is going to be much easier because we're definitely not talking about the item that they forbade. We're only talking about secondary items. Like, let's say I barter the watermelon for a cantaloupe. So if I say I'm never going to eat that watermelon, that watermelon is for sure off limits. The question is, what if you barter it or what if it has seeds? So without the seeds, you remove one of your questions. It becomes a little bit of an easier case, a little bit, a little bit easier, a little bit more than halfway down, two thirds of the way down in the Mishnah, uh, continuing on the theme of the, the husband and wife restrictions. Whatever you make, I will not eat until Pesach. Sha'at ose, eno miskase ada pesach. Any garments that you make, any blankets, whatever it may be, I will not be miskase. I won't wear them, cover them. It could be a blanket, it could be a shirt. I won't benefit from them. And if that's the nedger that he makes, then, if in fact she made them before pesach, mutter lechol uliskasos, only achara pesach. That makes perfect sense because he said up until pesach, he gave an upper limit. A different iteration. Sha'at ose ad ha-pesach, that which you make up until Pesach, any ochel, I will not eat, with no upper limit of time of eating. He gave a time frame on the making of the food. And similarly, v'sha'at ose ad ha-pesach, any miskase, any clothes that you make between now and Pesach, I won't wear. So if in fact, asasa lifne ha-pesach, she checks the box of his neder, that she in fact makes these garments or makes these foods prior to Pesach, then Asr Lecho Luliskasos Achara Pesach with no upper limit. It's always going to be Asr to do that. Why? Because he didn't put an upper limit on his neder. The, the neder was simply it, whatever you make between now and Pesach, I won't benefit from. And that, that's in perpetuity until until he's shown on the neder, until I don't know, maybe never. Wait, Pesach is the end of the point. No. He says anything that you make between now and Pesach, I won't benefit from. So the making of the food or the item, if it's made between now and Pesach, that triggers the neder that I could never use that item, even after Pesach. No, stupid. Not stupid. You. These cases, I, I read this Mishnah six times. It was, it's, it's like a lot of, each case is like a sliver. It's not a stupid question at all. But if that garment, he's going to be wearing it before Pesach, but he obviously has to get dressed before Pesach, is it still going to be an issue? For Maybe sure. Five minutes before Pesach to come to show? For sure, because his neder was, if you make an item between now and Pesach, it's Asr not to me. It's Asr Behanadar to me. I'm not allowed to use it at all. So there is no five-minute window. If you made it before Pesach, which by definition, if you are if you have Pesach clothing, by definition, it was made before Pesach. It's completely Asr. It's an Asr to wear that, to wear those clothes. Next case, two lines from the bottom. Sha'ad Nehanesli Ad HaPesach. I'm not going to get any benefit from, you're not going to get benefit from me. Im Holeches At Lebeis Avicha Ad HaChag. If between now and Sukkis, which is after Pesach, you go to your father's house. We call this domestic abuse, <laughs> just FYI, in case it ever comes up. Uh, to restrict the spouse's movements uh, based on threats is probably a bad idea. So um, that, that's what he says here. And if in fact, if in fact she did what he said not to do, then that triggers the neder. And then Asura Bahana also Ada Pesach, then she is then restricted from Hana from her husband. Turning to the top of Nunzayan Amud Beis, La'achara Pesach, then Bival Yachil. If she goes to her father's house after Pesach and before Sukkot, 
So then she violates the Yisra of Baal Yachel because he put a restriction on her that she's not allowed to do that. Sha'at Nehnesli Ad Hachag, a similar case. You're not allowed to benefit from me between now and Sukkot. Im Holeches At Lebeisavicha Da Pesach. It's just the reverse case of, of the the Chagim are reversed. Then, So here, if she went before Pesach, then she's Asr until Sukkot. But Mutter, she's allowed to go after Pesach because his upper limit on restricting her was only until the Pesach, until Pesach. All right, we're going to be starting a very lengthy back and forth. It's actually one very long question. We're not, not going to finish it tonight. It's like a blot of, of question, but... It, it truncates reasonably well, so it's not going to be like totally up in the air when we end tonight. But the Gemara is going to start. What? Right. That's true. Yeah. Okay, let's go for it. Right. Yeah, it's true. Four lines down, the Gemara opens, quoting our Mishnah. We said that if a person makes these commitments about his wife. So the Gemara is going to ask a question. Yishmoel Ish Kfar Yama, Yishmoel from the city of Kfar Yama, Ish Kfar Dima, maybe a different location. He came up with a question in his hand. In other words, he had a kasha. Says the Gemara as follows. Batzal, if you have an onion, She'akru Bishvis. It was in the ground during a Shvi's year, and you pulled carefully, and the bulb came out of the ground. And then, and then you planted it back in the dirt, but in the eighth year, in a non Shemitah year. So now the primary growth took place during a Shemitah year. But now that it was replanted in a non Shemitah year, this bulb is growing again. All it needs is dirt and water and sun. And then, when, when it was in the ground in the eighth year, the Gemara says a quarter of the way down, the growth that took place in year eight was greater than the growth that took place in year seven. This is the question the Gemara was, that Rabbi Shmuel was posing, or I should say Yishmael. It's not Rabbi Shmuel, it's a different person. Do we say, Do we say that, yes, we know that there's more growth now than there was then. We know that, let's say that there's six inches of, uh, of growth. We know that the first uh, f- the first two inches were grown in the Shemitah year, and the next four inches were grown in a non-Shemitah year. Says the Gemara, do we say that since the growth that took place in year eight is greater than the growth that took place in year seven, therefore, and therefore, the four inches trumps the two inches, and then it all becomes mutter. Or do we say no? You can't do that. You can't do that. It's all going to actually be us here because it's all growing out of one bowl. So let's just repeat his question. The question is that in year seven, it's a Shemitah year. I have a bulb, an onion, it's growing from the ground. So the shoots are coming out of the ground. And then I, I pluck it out during year seven and I wait until the clock ticks and in the, into the eighth year after Rosh Hashanah, I put it in the ground and it could be the same spot actually, it doesn't matter where it is because it's not Shemitah year anymore. And then it's growing again. And now two inches before Rosh Hashanah and now in year eight, it grows another four inches, totaling six inches. Do we say that the growth in year eight trumps and overrides the ichor, what grew in year seven, thereby making all of the food non-Shemitah food, mutter? Or do we say that no, the four inches of uh, of onion that grew in year eight, they all came from a year seven bulb, and therefore it's usher. That's his question. But the bulb is the bulb. It's the same from year to year. But it's bottom. 
It's been overridden by the growth. No, but I'm saying it's not a it's not a Shemitah bowl because it's the same bowl over and over and over. I don't know how to, uh, the Gemara is not, I don't know. You're asking like the cause and effect question, who made the first bulb and how do you create more bulbs? I don't know the answer to that, but it's, it had to be, how do you create a new bulb in an onion? Does that, how does that work? What happens is the onions grow really tall, anywhere from one to five feet, depending on the variety, and the little bulbs form up at the top of the onion. They don't grow underground. They're formed way above ground, right at the tip. Okay, there's your and answer. You just take them and replant them. That's what right. I did. Regular onions? Or? These are, uh, well, I have the giant African scallions that are five feet tall. Mm. And I've been propagating them for 45 years. So I mean, you've been what though? Propagating. Get a, go read a book. Please go read a book. I do everyone a favor and read a book with word with words and not pictures. You need to read a book with words. A book. No matter which one. Yeah. I, I actually my four-year-old has one. He's just starting. I'll, I'll send it over to the house. It'll be great. So this is the Gemara's question to you. To your response, in in, in the Shemitah year, in the seventh year, that new bulb grew at the top and then he stuck it back in the ground. Okay, we, there has to be an answer. Right? That's what the Gemara says. Uh, not in this case, no. Because here... No, but it was picked in a way that it would have been usher. It was picked during the seventh year. I pulled the bulb at the end of the seventh year. Right. We did learn this in Shas somewhere. I don't remember all the... We, we learned it. We learned it. Not that that's helpful, but it's, we did. Yeah. Why don't you ask the person who gave this year and see if he remembers. So the Gemara says, Orban Yaman, that's a much better bet. Much better bet. Much better bet. So the Gemara provides answer number one that will kind of sort of be rejected. Halfway down, they went over to Ravami, very early Amora. He did not know the answer to this question. Answer number two. Again, a unique language only found in the Dharm. He gave an answer from the following statement. What is the statement that Rav Yitzchak Nafka finds his answer in? To Amar of Chanina, Trita, Amar of Yanai. Batzal shall truma shenatu. A batzal, which is truma, so you can't eat it, right? And you planted it. And then, virabu gidulavali karo, mutter. Oh, so the Gemara gives a beautiful answer. You have a bulb of an onion that is absolutely truma, and you're not allowed to eat it. And then you plant it, and the bulb that was only two inches now grows to a total of six inches. And the Gemara says, it's now mutter, it's not truma anymore. So what do we see? We see that there's an override. We see whatever the lambda is, a bittel, a change in messiah. I don't know. I don't know. We have to look in the Rishonim. I don't know the answer to that question. But the Gemara says over here that it's mutter. So therefore, we seem to have an answer. If we bring this back to where we came from, we started with a question about 10 lines down that wanted to know if I took an onion out of the ground in a year of Shvius and replanted in the Shminis year, and it grows more than the original size, then the trump card, we, we're, we're good to go. Should be fine. And the Gemara, two-thirds of the way down, says, we have a problem. And normally when we ask questions, you can ask a source against the source question. This is a very unique question. Listen to this. 
Shavik mar train avid kechad. You're rejecting a shita that applies to two amorim, and you're only going with the shita that's one amora. In other words, I have two amorim that don't agree with you. You picked one, but I have two marimakomos against you. And the Gemara presents the marimakomos against him. My man ninhu train. What are the two opinions that don't agree with you? Well, here's number one. Ten lines from the bottom. There's a, a new tree, which is in the phase of Orla. So it's Aser. And it was Sivcha. It was grafted with an older tree that doesn't have a din of Orla. And after the grafting, that new branch brought out some fruits. Afal Pisho Sifa Masayim Aser. Even though there was growth here, we still say it's Aser. So this Amora doesn't agree to the trump card factor. That's Mar Marimakum well, number one. Grafting was Aser in the first place. Not, <laughs> but I'm, the point here is that the trump doesn't work. So you're correct. But the point here is well, well, different meaning, but it doesn't work. You can probably do two oranges. I think you can do like two of the same. Oh, same meaning? Okay. Huh? I'm just, I'm, I'm not hundred percent sure. I just, I'm, I have a feeling that that's what it means. I'm pretty sure that that's much. That's how we get all the different iterations of. Otherwise, it should be yesterday to eat. Right. I mean that we have grafts. <laughs> I don't know. Everything we see in the store is probably grafted. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So if it's a chef, it's a I, I just, um, I don't know. I'm not sure. Anyways, either way, the Gemara says a trump card doesn't work. And here's another Marimakum. Here's the second Amora that, uh, that, that is stacked against our initial response. If you have an onion that's planted in a vineyard, right, then you have, that's Vasar. And the Karim was then removed. So now it's growing on its own in a place where there is no Kiloi HaKarim. Aser. Even if it grows enough, it's still going to be Aser. So these two Mari Makomos, the Gemara accepts this rejection. We had we had said, oh, I have an answer, the beautiful Mari Makom. We had said from the case of Truma that if it's Truma and it grows and it grows more than its initial size, trump card, it's Mutter. The Gemara says, wait a second, we have two Amorayim that don't agree with you. How could you pick the one over the two? I don't know. That sounds strange to me. That sounds very weird. We see this all over all over Shas. <laughs> there's, there's plenty of opinions on all sides of the out. The Gemara the Gemara accepts this and therefore pivots. Hadar the Ravami. He went back to the first person he spoke to. What did Ravami say the first time? He didn't know the answer. All of a sudden, Ravami had an epiphany. And he answered the question from here. If you have a collection of uh, of onions that were tikna, they were truma, and now they uh, now they get planted again. So they're, they've, they've already been metakin, right? So there's no there's no of truma anymore. It's not tevel anymore. It's mamish mutter to eat. And then it grows. Mis aser sefikulim. Then you have to give maaser on everything. So that shows you trump card. The new status of a fruit that grows from the ground is truma. Afal that the bulbs you planted were metakin already. So the Gemara says, Alma, Osan Gidul of So here we see another raya as to uh as to the fact that we that there is a trump card of the later to the prior. Here we see the Yerchayev in Miser, even though it was Matukan, even though it was fixed before you ever planted it. Is to this I don't even know what you're talking about. No. Wasn't it Rabbi Yonasan? Yeah, the first one was Yonasan. No, 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 he's right. He's right. Of course he's right. 
Untrained. I'm a Rebbe Abba. Passer. Very good. Very good. <clears throat> he says that the, the trump card does work. Beautiful question. It has to, I mean, I'll, I'll give a Balabatish answer of Trey. I'm a Roy, I'll leave it to Rabbi Yochanan. <laughs> Doesn't mean I'm right, but uh, great pickup. I didn't even catch that. That's beautiful. But the Gemara rejects this answer too, and we're going to stop with this question and then pick up again tomorrow with a blot and have Dilma, Luchum Rashaini. Well, you can't necessarily bring a Raya from here. By the way, this answer also answers up what you just said. The Gemara's answer right here says, you can't bring a Raya from the case of Miser, because it could just be a Chumrah, that we're adding on Miser from the new produce, even though the Dina, maybe it's not required. Therefore, maybe the two Shittas of uh, within Rav Yochanan are actually on the same page. It's just a Chumrah. One is Ladina, and one's a Chumrah. We'll stop right here. We'll pick up on the last line of Mir Tzashem tomorrow night with Daphne and Ches, and Nun and Aleph, wishing you all a beautiful night. Mm -hmm. Okay, for now, no. Really precise.